Aloha, Starshine. Aloha, Sunshine. Aloha, listeners. Aloha, listeners. Aloha. Oh, listen to that. We have actual listeners. We're so happy. We have proof that we have listeners. (laughs) So we have uh, Julian with us today. We have Jonathan and Kelly and Michael and Teresa all here with us in the uh, makeshift lounge here at Tiki Caliente 3. Uh, very glad to have you all here. So I, I always have to ask because, you know, just because people show up doesn't mean they necessarily listen to the podcast. So who listens and who does not? Who listens? Yay. Who doesn't? So every, okay, so who everybody everybody listens or or is married to somebody who does. Yeah. <laughs> so that is, that is perfectly acceptable because then the other can tell the other what's going on. That's totally fine. What do you think about the room? We threw this together. It's nice. Nice. Lovely. So um, you're drinking right now the Sand Pirate, and Sturdy. this is a this is a cocktail that involves a Crucian and Appleton rums and some of my spices, habanero lime syrup, and one or two other ingredients that escape me right now. Uh, what do you think? Very spicy. Very tasty. Very spicy. Yep. Do you feel that in the back of your throat? Insert innuendo there. <laughs> mm. Well, we're glad that you could all stop by, uh, and listeners. For those of you who could, might be new to the podcast, we are the we are the tiki bar that lives in your head. You may not ever get to meet us unless you come to one of the big tiki weekenders like Tiki Caliente, Tiki Oasis, Hooky Lao, etc. Hopefully, Mojave Oasis this coming uh, 2012. We'd yes, like I'd to, like to go to that. We would like it to. Uh, we want to. We want a camp tiki style. Yes. So we think that would be very fun. Um, but uh, for those of you who've been around for a long time, let's not let's not do too much there in the past, and let's just talk about the future. So I have a list of a couple things that I, you know, want to talk with you folks about. Of course, you haven't told um, any of us what that is before. Well, of course not. Now no. the first is, and I don't know who's worried about this, but the rapture is today at six p.m. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or so go out drinking. If if, yes. you, if you if you haven't already heard, that is the only no-fly list I'm not. I'm <laughs> As of all of us, or that's, none of us are on that. That's very good, the no-fly rapture list. And, you know, I've told you before that my husband is not pleased that I'm choosing to spend the rapture with you and not him and my son. Uh, well, uh, you know, I'm not particularly worried about it. Um, but uh, I I think that something very cool is uh, people through Twitter, Facebook, etc., are encouraging each other to lay a full set of clothing, including shoes, watches, and accessories on the ground as if they poofed uh, into the air uh, just for shits and giggles. And uh, I I think that's great. And whether you believe in the rapture or not, I just have, you know, I have to say one thing, because, you know, I've I've read the Bible cover to cover over ten times. And, um, you know, there's something in there that, that tells you it will happen at a time when you least expect it. So predicting it seems like a stupid thing to do. Yeah. I'm just saying. Possibly. That What's that? The church that is promoting all this yes. actually filed an extension for their nonprofit tax paperwork with the government. Really? Interesting. Just in case. Very. No, it doesn't really show a lot of faith, does it? I'm more interested in the uh, group that is offering pet services. Did you? Yes. So yes. So if you're worried about your pet, you know, being left behind, uh, there are services mm-hmm. out there that will take care of your pet after the rapture. Yeah, that's a good service. I mean, and they made them prepay. One group was if you paid $135 in advance, you know, they'll take your dog afterwards. Pretty good deal. That you know. Yeah. My cat is so ornery sometimes, I think we might just give her up. Just. I think she can take care of tequila, herself. Tequila can be quite a little evil, uh, you know. So, yeah. So, um, again, about the rapture. Uh, now, I just found out, though, that 
Jesus is on Maikai time in Florida. So that's actually 3 p.m. our time. So while we were recording this show, we could potentially have the largest earthquake the world has ever known. All of the souls will be released from the graves, and uh, I will try to serve them cocktails as fast as I can. I don't but know if you I have enough. But I mean, yeah. The cover is going to be that there at Tiki Caliente, it's going to be just as crowded after the rapture as it was before. Or more so. <laughs> or, or, or more so. No, because I was thinking about that. Now, I'm not, I'm not going to ask anybody about their, their religious tolerances and preferences, but um, I kind of I get the feeling that most of us here at uh, Tiki Caliente are um, perhaps spiritual, but not necessarily quite worried about the rapture. Hmm. That's just kind of the feeling I get. Uh, but uh, we're going to have a good time either way. Um, and speaking of a good time, uh, tonight is the Tikiaki Orchestra. Is, who else is looking forward to that? I, I like that. Our, our personal favorites here uh, in the lounge. And um, now, Starshine, you have a wonderful little story of uh, watching Crazy Al play the bongos uh, at a party. Do you recall? Well, he tried to steal my soul with his eyes. Yes. Yeah. He stared, yeah, he was, maybe he was drunk or something, but he was or playing that bongo or for something. a couple hours just staring into space. Yeah. He still frightens me. So, Starshine... He, who, he doesn't know who I am, but he still frightens me. <laughs> Starshine was sitting on my lap, and uh, Crazy Al was just outside the uh, patio there, and, uh, well, he he just stared her down, and, and just that bone in, in the mm-hmm. beard, and, and just the the beady eyes and Al you're a great person but it's just you know we gotta poke fun at you he might have been staring at the picture on the wall behind me I don't know no I think it was you okay well right? take, the, fri- cre- take the credit take me. the credit take the credit this room gets real hot real quick when we turn the air off doesn't it keep talking we'll have you're to, fine I have a feeling well, that's always the case when Zinkiki Lounge is being broadcast you've got hot air that's you. why uh, hey yeah um, now, uh, so Tikiaki tonight, also the Insect Surfers, which I'm really looking forward to as well. And uh, now, who's already been down by the pool and seen some of the acts and, and folks? Um, the Hula Girls last night, when they went on, I was beyond three sheets. Uh, and so I got, up, I got up close and I did a little video real quick. And um, I made some comment about boobies, and I uh, got a couple evil looks, and I, I didn't expect that. Hmm. I mean, I thought they would have just appreciated it. No, because usually when you talk about people's boobies, you know them. Well, that yeah, yeah. I guess so. Well, you know. Yeah. Uh, but I was just I was just trying to make a quick little comment to say love your boobies, but you uh, can't say that to someone you don't know. All right, now I know. I didn't. I did not know that. You've had a lot of girlfriends for a long time where you can fondle them whenever you want, but you can't do that to strangers. That's right. That's kind of true. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm. Now, I want to show everybody something um, because, you know, we're about promoting anything tiki. And uh, let's see if I know how to do this here. Ah, there it is. Um, I don't know who is familiar with uh, Cheryl Charming, um, but... uh, she or Miss Charming, but she has a lovely uh, application that you can now get on iPhone and iPad. That's great. And I'm going to hand it around to you folks, and we'll start the little trivia game. And I want to kind of, you know, go down and see if Michael can answer the trivia question, and then Teresa the next one, and so on and so on. We'll just see how you do. And I'll put it on easy, you know. Not that you couldn't handle hard. He's saying you couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Not that you couldn't handle the harder one. Um, There's a ringtone. Well, no. 
<laughs> now here, so here is, now I'll just give you the first question and see if anybody knows. What famous bar in New Orleans invented the hurricane? There's three choices. Was it Pat O'Brien's? Was it the old Absinthe House? Or was it Arnaud's French 75? Does anybody know? I do not. I'm going to say Arnaud's. I think it's uh, 75. So we have one for the 75, Absinthe House. I'm saying 75. Too. Absinthe oh. House. Well, uh, it was Pat O'Brien's. The first one. Yeah. Okay, so now I'm going to pass this down, and you just touch that little thing that says touch for next question, and let's see if some folks can answer some questions, see how good you are. But I wanted to bring this up because uh, Miss Charming, uh, uh, Cheryl, uh, Cheryl Charming, uh, she has a line of cocktail books, and they have this, they have awesome trivia in them, so some of you tend your own bars in your own homes, your own tiki bars, such as the Golden Tiki, for example. And, uh, you know, it's good for the person behind the bar to know a little bit of trivia, some contemporaneous chit-chat. That's a big word. That's the only big word I'm using yeah, for today. Other than, yeah, other than big rapture. Word you know. other, than, other than rapture, contemporaneous. <laughs> he only knows that one big word right there. <laughs> Monosodium glutamate, or is that really three words? That's like a 1980s big word. Uh, what's the question? The question is, what did crew members place at Lord, Lord Admiral Nelson's body and preserved for the long trip back to England in 1805? It's all about breaking down Admiral Nelson, so it's, it's a barrel of rum. Oh. Rum's good and you got it, And you got it right? Oh, it says touch for next question, so I don't know. Did I get it right? Uh, yes, is the green check Yes, is you there. did. The green check is, is correct. The two metal plates on the bottom, they deliver. I knew it was wrong. Starshine, you're sharing the mic with me now so the listeners can have their own little microphone. Oh, no, it's going to be fine. What's that? Well, we're going to have more drink in a little bit. We're going to finish up your sand pirates because we are then going to have... uh, I know some of you already finished. Glug, glug. uh, Because then we're going to have Desert Oasis, which is that tequila drink made with the awesome Broso tequila. Question. We know the answer. Okay. What city was the cocktail Ward 8... Invented in 1898. Was it Boston, San Francisco, or Dallas? We think I'm going to say Boston. Boston. Right. Boston, Boston is what we said, and Boston is correct. Yay, Boston! Boston, you nailed Starshine's still able to tie cherry stems into a knot in her mouth. Congratulations. Good Very good. I learned when I was 10. When you were 10? Well, your mother trained you well. Are you from Oklahoma? <laughs> okay. One more question. What, what's the next question? The classic Manhattan was invented in Manhattan, New York in the 1870s, 1890s, or 1930s. I want to say 1930s. I want to say 1930s as well. Yeah. No. Oh my god, Early. 1870s. Really? That's an old ass <laughs> Should have watched your, your Mo Rock on photography. And I'm pretty sure the inventor of the Manhattan was would love to hear it called an old ass drink. <laughs> Can I do a shout out for you. Peter and Denise's famous Manhattans? They live yeah. in Los Gatos. They've been making their own Manhattans and bottling them for friends for years. As a matter of fact, it's kind of like the Sparklets or Arrowhead water delivery. When our big really, is empty, <laughs> we just stop by their house, drop off the empty, and they give us a full one. Well, you know what? That's actually something I've thought about because while I don't particularly think I want to rent my services out and bartend at people's parties, but I think I think batch drinks by actual mixologists or people who are fairly, you know, I don't know if I consider myself a mixologist, but I, I, I'm okay behind the bar. 
Um, and, you know, people say, well, how do I do this? And then I give them the recipe and the ingredients, and they go, I, I didn't figure it out. Something went wrong. It didn't taste the way you did it. And I, I make my ingredient or my list what I think idiot proof. Add this, then this. Do not substitute for this. And, and there you go. You get a good drink, like all fresh juices. Make your own simple syrup if you can. Uh, you know, if you're going to use spiced rum, make your own spiced rum, and here's the recipe. Uh, but people still say it doesn't work out. And I've thought about that, you know, because when I go to parties, I always bring a couple of jugs of what I have made, and then I'll just shake it with ice before you pour it because that frothes, 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 froths your citrus juices and things like that. You still get a little bit of foam sometimes, and it's really good. And um, there's nothing wrong with batch drinks. Now, you're drinking batch drinks. Does it does it taste like it was sitting in a jug overnight? Absolutely not. Nope. Delicious. Nope. Yum. Well, well, thank you. So um, we're gonna we're gonna take a quick pause here. We are going to get the next uh, drink going, which again is Desert Oasis, made with the awesome Broso tequila. And we're gonna turn the air back on and cool the room down just a little bit. So we'll be right back. Okay, so we're back. We're um, we are now drinking the Desert Oasis, which is one of the few te- tequila cocktails that we've made here in the lounge. Now, listeners, what do you what do you think? Very honest opinions, please. I like Fantastic. it better than the other one. You like it more than the other one. I do too. Yes. I do. I, it's the other one was a little. A but little do you like spicy. sweet more, right? I'm, I'm young. I don't I think like this sweet one's sweet. You're right? sweet. You yes, you're young uh, and sweet. You like sweet drinks, Julian Kelly. Mm. I like the spiced one, but I also enjoy this. I do because you don't like do a lot the, of stuff with tequila. The now, Kelly, tonight, because you're coming to the room party, right? Yes. You all are, I assume. But, yes. Uh, but, um, right? you know, for you tonight, I might mix the two together, as you suggested, for you, just to see what it tastes yeah, like. Yeah, I was thinking. She's pretty good with that. The coconut's nice, but the texture that the sand pirate head is... I like the first one better. Yeah, it's texture good. on good. the back. So we're kind of 50-50. I like, I like the, the first one is spicier, but the second one has, like... It's sweeter, but it feels like it would get you more effed up. That's because true. It's got alcohol. Because you it's feel the alcohol. You're like, you're all, you drink, you're like, a couple of these, I'm, I'm done. Well, you know, Julian, um, yesterday, I recall you being so inebriated, you didn't even remember the conversation we had. Uh, yes, and I do believe running into you at the Karuba room, and you are pretty buzzed as well. Well, I'm not denying that. Yes. <laughs> no, uh, the uh, folks next door, Phil, at the Appleton room, uh, he had a... Lovely Wahine, who is uh, serving up uh, their Karuba spiced rum and the coconut rum and then the Appleton. And I didn't know that Karuba had a spiced rum. And it is pretty damn good. It is very good. And uh, so I'm going to have to go and get me some because Phil let me know where I can get it. Uh, because I haven't, I haven't seen it at my BevMo. But uh, he told me he told me a place uh, in town uh, where uh, this is, and I'm gonna I'm gonna give them a plug. High Times Wine and Spirits in Costa Mesa. Yes. Uh, they have the best selection of rum, liqueurs, and mixers, bitters, all kinds of stuff. Like for example, the habanero lime syrup by Monin that is really hard to find unless you go directly to their website, Monin.com. They should give me money. Uh, <laughs> Still looking for sponsors. We are, we are. We're getting, we're getting cl- closer, closer. Now, now, not, not a sponsor necessarily, but you, you guys can pass this around as long as you're good. Okay. Now, nobody drop this. This lovely Moai mug uh, was uh, given to me by the folks at Pop Tiki. They are out of Colorado, 
and uh, one of one of our, our longtime listeners, Beach Bum Scott, he brought this from Colorado and gave it to me from the folks at Pop Tiki, and they do mugs in limited quantities. So you know, there's nothing wrong with Tiki Firm. Tiki Firm does a great job. Um, they're kind of your go-to for uh, mass production and or limited quantities, signature artist type stuff. But uh, Pop Tiki here, this is just an example of something, and I like this moai because it's very blocky. Uh, it's, I think it's more, it, it just feels, I, I don't even know what the word is, but it, it is very masculine. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to pass it around so you guys can take a look. What's that? What's inside of it? Well, what's inside of it right now is what's left of my iced Americano from earlier. Okay. Because, uh, well, you're welcome to what? Is there something inside? Yes. There's a little bit of iced Americano in there. Um, and because you know, whether I'm drinking a cocktail or my coffee in the morning, there's nothing wrong with putting it in your favorite tiki mug. Uh, but um, I have to say, it's probably oh, watered. Coffee. It's probably watered. <laughs> I thought it was a drink. It's ice Americano. I thought it was a drink. That's it. coffee. When you Jonathan, reached across the table and said, I'm going to pass something around, I hadn't noticed it before. Last ten minutes but that bottle no. of what I assumed <laughs> I is rum yes. all of a sudden jumped out at me. <laughs> well, we could do shots if we want. No, no, no. Just <laughs> the bottle. Mm. Well, you want to drink out of the penis. So, <laughs> so again, um, we're going to post the link for Pop Tiki, and, and folks can go there, poptiki.com. Uh, you, you can go check out their website. Um, it's a pop-off. It's not a screw-off, it a Julian. Oh, it's a pop-off. Yes, don't be a screw-off. Oh, now, folks... Now, Julian is um, trying the Asombroso rum. Hey, not too much, you whore. Um, but the... So he's not the biggest tequila fan. So here's my, my, my... The thing I like about the Asombroso is it is one of the most phallic bottles. Anymore once is fondling. That you could that you could possibly find. Shake it once, that's fine. Um, and I'm, I'm just, I just have to say this, but one of the listeners of the show sent me an email and said... Sunshine, I don't, I don't know how to tell you this, but um, that awesome Broso um, bottle, I just want to sit on it. <laughs> it was really inappropriate. Really, really inappropriate for such a family show. Oh, yeah. I know. I know. But um, so uh, Awesome Broso is sponsoring the event this weekend. and um, But that is a really smooth silver blue agave tequila. And so um, I, I, I really do like it. And it worked really well in our tiki drink. So, okay. Here, here. Yeah. Cheers to that. And we have some friends that might want that bottle. It room. looks like a genie bottle. I mean, it does kind of look like a genie bottle said. as well. A genie bottle with the phallic thing goes together. So now, but you know what? Now, the Awesome Broso people can write in if they want or sponsor the show. Um, <laughs> but I'm curious, when they design the bottle, what exactly were they thinking? Maybe like because it is definitely a bottle that catches your eye. Well, see, at first yesterday, I said, I'm gay. And I said, oh, it looks like a genie bottle. Thinking, I drew a genie. Everybody's all, really? It looks like a genie bottle? <laughs> really? Yeah. I said, oh, well, now it looks like a penis. Because he said, I was like, but I was thinking, genie, I'm a rabbit. Someone's going to come out and give well, me three someone wishes. Might come out but you know what, Julian? Barbara Eden just makes you think of it. Oh, no. Right. But just, but just going to I dream of genie proves you're gay. <laughs> it does. Said, it does. They're like, it's a penis. But That's no, like, it's more like I dream of Major Nelson. Bewitched and I dream of Genie or someone. That could be your gay daughter if you're unsure. Those you are two of my favorite. Yes, you say, oh, what do you Just think, so what you know, do you, what do you think of the show. bottle? <laughs> well, of course, because you're gay. You say, is this a penis or but, is this I dream of Genie? It's gay daughter. Well, just like, and throw Golden Girls in the mix. You can't forget the Golden Girls. Uh, okay, now. 
So something happened by the pool yesterday, and I wanna I wanna thank the security here at uh, Tiki Caliente for stepping in quickly. But um, you know, it's not often at a tiki event that a gentleman approaches you and shows you takes off his shirt, shows you his scar, and says, "I was stabbed here in the chest with a samurai sword, and then I killed the person who stabbed me." So, you know, I was like, well, maybe he's drunk and he... No, 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 he went on to the story. He wanted me to believe that this was absolutely true. And um, I'm not going to mention his name because I don't think he's figured out what room number we're in. But um, he was an interesting guy. And, uh, you know, you just don't want somebody walking up to you and telling you that they killed somebody. But it was in self-defense and he was not prosecuted. So, um, you know, he kind of pestered a few folks, and then uh, we kind of flagged down security, and, and um, he was asked to leave. So uh, thank you to the folks who are doing security here at Tiki Caliente for yeah. making sure that gentleman is not here anymore. Um, we make drugs for that. But there's he went, yes. He went back to play Dungeons and Dragons after. But that. there is, you know, or watch there, Kill Bill. Yeah. <laughs> there's always one, right? There's always one party crasher or person who just. Well, you didn't think that he was staying at the hotel. No, he doesn't. He didn't have a wristband. How mm. dare he not have a wristband? How dare yeah. he? Um, now, Starshine, would you like to hand out the uh, pineapple upside down cake? Slave? Sure. Yes. Oh, I think he he stepped away for a moment. Where'd your boy go? I was gonna say boyfriend. So listeners, um, uh, Starshine is letting you have a sample of my grandmother's recipe: butter rum pineapple upside down cake. Um, yes. Nana Bones, and that's also where Starshine got her lovely Mumu. That I can't walk in. I raided Nana Bones's Mumu closet. You know, some people just have closets. My grandmother has a closet in the back room that is nothing but vintage Hawaiian mumus. Awesome. Um, and uh, now, it didn't turn out to be the prettiest cake in the world, but I believe well, it tastes okay. Pretty and tasty are two different tastes things. Tastes delicious. Well, I'm I'm glad you like it. Now I gotta have a piece I myself. I want one with a cherry. There's not a lot of cherry. Okay. And the mumu somehow it just works. It's a little long. Kudos to grandma. Yes. Kudos to Cheers grandma. to Nana Bones. And I have Nana to be Bones. honest, I had to pad. So when you're making when you're making your pineapple upside down cake, instead of using Bisquick, I highly recommend you get you can get the Pillsbury, the Duncan Hines, it doesn't matter, as long as it's a golden butter recipe. Do not use oil in your pineapple upside down cake. Even if you find a recipe that calls for it, you can equally substitute the one third to one half cup oil for butter. It just comes out so much better. And then after you um, bake it, oh, by the way, in the bottom of the pan, double the butter, double the brown sugar, and use dark brown sugar, don't use light. And, um, and then after it comes out and you flip it over, uh, you just drizzle some dark Appleton, that Appleton rum over the top. And it's just a couple of drops on each piece and it just gives it a little something else. So, I'm thinking there's a Zen Tiki Lounge drink and cookbook coming someday. You know, I'm. I have I have carefully written down all the recipes. I have taken beauty shots of the drinks, and um, and 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 Tim, the boyfriend, um, he is my tech guy, and uh, he he is going to help me make an app, and I want to do a print a print book as well for those who aren't into the apps. Uh, so Tim, that's gonna happen, right? Yep. You know, he just says, "Yep, yeah, okay." What's that? Kalani. Okay. Yes. Lulu. Love it. Lulu.com. 
A couple of people have recommended me to use Lulu, yeah, and I just Will stuff gets done. Hmm. Mermaid drowns. We're gonna get around to it very soon, I hope. Um, but I, I feel like I have enough recipes and enough, uh, definitely enough cocktails. Because I'd like to have a book that's more about entertaining than just cocktails per se. You have to have a snack at your cocktail party, whether it be sweet, uh, savory, etc. You know, one, one of my favorites is bacon wrapped anything. I mean, you really except yes. Okay, Ooh. I admit the Which bacon martini was horrid. I admit. I admit. Oh, chocolate bacon covered bacon, bacon, bacon at the fair is to die for. But, but you know what? I found I like the milk chocolate covered bacon better than the dark chocolate, and I'm in the minority apparently. I split two thirds milk and one third I tried it. It didn't come out so well. I might have to talk to you later. I did. Well, no, 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 no. I pan fried it. Bacon. Okay. So there you go, folks. If and, you're going to make chocolate covered bacon. So it doesn't mess up the inside of your. Of your okay, wait, Michael, say that again. Okay. If you bake your bacon 400 degrees, it gets crispy. It doesn't spit because there's no moisture dropping in the fat. Okay. So if you want to save the fat for something else, the bacon fat makes stuff like grandma used to make. Yeah. And you get the bacon fat for that. But all the best part is the inside of your oven is not full of splatter. Which, that's good because who wants that in their oven? Right. So you bake it till it's. Un until it's crispy, bring it out with a cool, cook your chocolate, temper it down a little bit with some leftover mm. chocolate so you get that nice 88 degrees, get on some rubber gloves because it's do with your hands. Yeah. And you just slather it on with it cool and it's good to go. I love and the word then, slather. Uh, right the and then you can also do uh, praline bacon with brown sugar and mm. brown uh, oh, <laughs> and grind them up in the, in the grinder until yeah. it's kind of like, uh, like oh. dough, gritty dough. Michael, and sprinkle on top and bake it. He's a master. Michael, this is sex food talk. You're, you're talking now. This, this is wow. That, I love the cooking. That sounds. That sounds amazing. I love the cooking. Like my grandmother kept a big jar of leftover bacon grease in the cabinet. She used it forever. She keep it in the fridge. She kept it in the cabinet. That was the original shortening. Yeah. Well, bacon fat. Bacon fat is amazing. So I wanna. I wanna ask everybody. Um, where now? I kind of know the answer to some of these, but I want to see how far are people coming to these tiki events. So, how far did you come from? So, Michael and Teresa, where are you all? We from? came all the way from the big house. I don't know what that means. Casa Grande, Arizona. Okay, that that is a big house, I imagine. So, Arizona, not exactly um, the closest spot, I think. You know, how was the drive? It's a long drive to a lot of nothing. Yeah, I would think so. If you like swirls, that's your drive. <laughs> Very San, nice. You got a lot of it. And Jonathan Kelly. Well, when Michael said the big house, I was thinking San Quentin. Yeah. <laughs> we came from the San Francisco Bay Area. Oh, that might be a longer drive. Yeah, I think Los it Lottos. actually, I think it actually is a longer drive. And you know what? And now this is something people don't realize. California is a very long state. Big ass state. So you can spend the entire day driving across California if you're going lengthwise or short to tall, however you want to look at that. Uh, and then some other states, especially back east, you can drive across 37 states in an hour. Yeah. <laughs> so east coast. Pretty much, yeah, pretty much. 400 plus miles, I think, for us. 338 for us. Okay, so we have a we have a winner, Julian. Yes. Now, he lives here. He where are you from again? 
Palm Springs, California. So you came real far. I was born and raised. I just stayed at the hotel. I stayed at home and took the bus. <laughs> did you really take the bus? Yesterday I did. Today I got my one of my straight best friends to bring me today. Now, why did it matter that you say that your best friend was straight? Because they drive better. I have many best friends. And when I tell my boyfriend when he was loving my friends, I said, oh, this is Corey, my gay best friend. This is Mike, one of my straight best friends. Patrick, my other straight mid-century best friend. I give them labels so straight he can remember who they are. <laughs> that is a very interesting way to classify your friends. Um, I, I don't think I classify my friends quite that way. Well, I don't classify my friends. It's just for my boyfriend, so... He gets he jealous of people I don't... That he hasn't met that I hang out with, so I have to tell him, like, oh, oh you met this person. He, he has was to categorize. my straight ah. friend at the party that you went to. So He's straight. Oh, no. See, you would call a straight Just midget. for him. Most, most Other than that, they're all my best friends. Really? Yeah. All right, all right. Would you call me the straight midget, and then our friend Kim, the straight big boobed one? And well, we just call her big boobs. And then Carrie would be the tall ostrich. I heard you called well coiffed on one episode. Hmm? What's that? I said I heard you called well coiffed on one episode. Oh, well coiffed. Well coiffed, yes. Oh, well coiffed, yes, yes. Good hair. That's Carrie. Carrie? Well, yes. she has like. That was a rant about wallets and big beards. Yeah. Uh, definitely, definitely some big hair on that one. Mm, yeah, she uh, and big hair. we love you, honey. And I know you're not she listening. She doesn't listen. I know, I know, I know. Actually, most of our friends don't listen to the podcast, but that's okay because we talk about them. You know, unfortunately, the, the ones we do talk about listen. What's that? The ones that we want to talk about listen. Right. Yeah, so, so we, we can't talk about them, which you know is totally understandable. Now, here's a plug for the podcast. Uh, and, and it's not just for the folks in the room, but you, you may have noticed on the wall over there is our new blue Zen Tiki Lounge t-shirt. And uh, for people who are here at the event, they're just $20. But if you're in the lower 48 states, $25 includes shipping. And for those of you in Alaska, Hawaii, and other parts of the world, uh, it's slightly more about $33. We've already sent shirts to, and I'm very proud to say this, Germany, Switzerland, and Australia. And then several parts of Los Angeles and a couple other very close places, and one even in Palm Springs. Um, and and we just want our sexy listeners to put them on their bodies and walk around and get the logo uh, out there uh, just to help us get noticed. Kelly, oh, now, your make your pledge. We can't do it without you. <laughs> <laughs> you have to have a, a woman's cut. No. Uh, did you see the video yet? So, I, yeah, I, I need one that's got the You have you to know, cut it curves. yourself. That's well, you know, maybe hot water and dry it. Maybe we could convince uh, Starshine to do one for you because now Starshine did a tiki carving T-shirt video that we just posted, where she teaches, she shows you how to cut the flash dance collar so that one side hangs off a shoulder, if you like. Okay. Uh, you yeah, you bring you, you bring it up a little attractive. bit. You bring the you shoulders. You bring bit. the yeah. shoulders in so yeah. that it's not too frumpy on the arms. Right, right. Uh, and that video, I'm just gonna say because I gotta give Starshine props for this. That video has had more hits than our average podcast yeah, and no, it's no, only a six minute video thanks for warning me because I look like shit in it well <laughs> yeah. you know I, no I, shower, I, it's no true makeup, it's no, true you know. I did not tell her we were going to be recording that when yeah. she came over that day you just cut the collar out of it because those yeah. are not attractive well, you know, yeah. women we'd yeah. like a separate I know yeah, and you know and the shirts now here's the thing now the shirts we had made previously were made by Bono's sponsored children in Africa of 100% organic cotton and all of the uh, sales from those shirts uh, went to provide education, water, and food for um, those folks in Africa. Now, the only problem with those shirts were they were a European cut. So for anybody who was not slim and svelte, 
Uh, they didn't, yeah, they didn't work so good. So we went with a more average size shirt, but then we end up with folks just like Starshine and Kelly and, you know, and the folks that it, it, they have no taper to them at all. So it's just a t-shirt. Um, but Starshine has that video out there. ZentikiLounge.com. I got it off of, you can t- type in t-shirt cutting and there's hundreds of people that are cutting. I got it from someone else. Okay. Yeah, there's some girl on the internet that has 50 different There are some shirts on there where I swear it looks like they spent six weeks cutting that t-shirt into what looks like an Afghan weave. Yeah, they're pretty cool. It's it's amazing. And speaking of Afghan weave, um, some of you may or may not have heard that um, there is a certain uh, famous terrorist who is no longer with us. And and I am working on a very special (laughs) cocktail in honor of the demise of Osama bin Laden. What? I am, I am. And, uh, well, now, because, for example, I I felt it was so silly for college students in Washington, D.C. to be screaming and yelling, yay, USA, in front of the White House when someone was killed. Sure, the guy needed to go down. Got it. But you know what? It just made us look silly. It just made us look like a bunch of children. Now, now it's been a couple weeks and I'm thinking, but you know what? Those kids have only grown up in a time where we've been at war for 10 years. So I kind of, I'm going to give them a slide there. I'm going to say they've had grown up in a time where they know nothing but this country being in other countries, occupying war, whatever you want to call it, whatever your, your belief system is with that. Um, so I kind of understand. And, and the media has only helped perpetuate that mentality, which I think is really unfortunate. So I encourage anyone listening to the show, and I, I, I think I'm preaching to the choir on this, but when world events like that happen, really think about what you say and how you react, because the rest of the world is watching. Especially if you're going to go to a rally or something like that. Um, you know, there's one thing about being being proud or happy or relieved of an outcome, but don't look, don't make us, don't make the whole country look silly when you do something like that. Um, but again, you know, I thinking back, it's been a couple of weeks. Um, I can see why some folks, especially of a certain age, um, were very jubilant about that. I was in a casino when it happened. And uh, I always was, remember. Yes, I will always remember that I was playing Ruby Red Slippers, the new Wizard of Oz, the new Wizard of Oz slot machine. And and at the time they announced it, I had just hit a hundred dollar small jackpot, and I was quite happy. More so for that than the whole Osama day. thing. It was a very good day. It was a very but good the people day. People around you didn't know why you were cheering. No, they did. But actually, you know what? Even in a casino, no windows, no clocks. Um, people are still very in, in, in connected with their 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 Androids and their uh, their uh, what do you call those things? Blackberries and iPhones and all that stuff. And the buzz did go through the casino almost instantly. And just five years ago, I don't think that would have happened. I think we're in such a time where things spread so fast. Uh, so it's, it's it's very interesting. You were still in the casino. Yes. I was home by then. No, I had just gone to the casino. Harris gave me a free room. I said, I have to go take advantage of this. And I went by myself because the boyfriend couldn't take a day off work or call in sick, hooky, whatever. Um, he was like, no, I got to go to work. I'm going to be a responsible adult. And I poked him a little more. And I was like, Con, you don't need to go to work. You don't, yeah. But he went to work. So um, 
For those of you who employ him, he's that dedicated. Uh, but, but uh, yes, give him a raise. Uh, but it was just, it was just, a, it was a very interesting uh, a day to say the least. Well, if you don't already have a name for your cocktail, maybe I don't you take submissions for yeah, creative names for this. Well, Jonathan, I think that's a great suggestion. So, listeners, let me just throw this out there. This drink, by the way, it has 17 ingredients so far. It is going. Decided, you've already decided on what the drink. Was. Yeah, because I've been kind of putting things on the shelf and going, okay, it's going to use this, this, and this, and this. Now I'm working out the proportions. So it's already got 17 ingredients. So it's complex, as as world politics can be. And uh, so let's let's say this, listeners, write in mail at zentikilounge.com or send a direct message to us on the Facebook page and we will let the listeners uh, name the drink. We will talk about the suggestions here on the show and we will see who really comes up with the best name. I love this song. Do? I do too. This is about Peter Gunn. Who doesn't like Hawaii Five-O? Oh, it's Hawaii Five-O. It's, it's Hawaii Five-O. Okay, I'll offer yeah. the first suggestion. Okay, Jonathan. Although, okay, I don't, I, I'll do it. I'm assuming alcohol is in the mix. It is. Yes, it is. Quite a little bit, actually. Yes. You mecca me horny. You mecca. Oh. <laughs> okay. What are you I give out a shirt? What are you giving? You got to I will insert the badump bump right after right after we do the editing process here. Yes. Coming to a hot one near you. No. Yes. But you know what? Did I say the San Francisco Bay Area? And the and the and Tampa Bay. And the listener. Whose, whose name we choose will get a Zantiki Lounge t-shirt. We'll send it to you no matter where you're at. No charge at all. We'll throw in a couple of our business cards so you can throw those around and act like you're somebody. And uh, I think that's a fair trade, don't you? Absolutely. So, so Jonathan, we're going to we're going to keep that as the first on the list, and we'll see who else. Now, if anybody else has a suggestion, you can get on this early, or you can write it in later if you want to think about it, because you're already competing with you mecca me horny. Did I get that right? You did. I did, okay. Well, it, oh. so <laughs> <laughs> or so low, depending on how you look so at horny. it. so horny. Okay, now, I, I want to make the show a little bit interactive, because we're almost here at the end of the show already. Can you believe it? I can't. I want to ask the listeners, is there anything you would like to ask Starshine or I? Anything, like anything like, at all <laughs> with, within, within reason. Well, I'll, I would be the judge of that, I suppose, right, after right. the question is asked. About the podcast, about our history, about anything at all. Anything you might want to ask. And and I, I don't see anybody raising a hand yet, but that's okay. The wheels are turning. Though they are. Because okay. I'm afraid to ask about Starshine entertaining on the balcony. That's right. That's, that's Well, go ahead and ask. So you, have to, five minutes. you have to come yeah. on the balcony to find out. Excellent. What? Priceless. Priceless. Five minutes. Priceless. Starshine was entertaining a listener or two on the balcony prior to the uh, podcast starting. Well, so for those of you who are new to the Tiki community, we hope that today's podcast is an example of how much fun you can have with a couple of cocktails and friends. And, uh, and, And friends can be people you have just met. 
or you've known for a long time, or you've only known through email or Facebook, but uh, you know what? You, you get to meet people in person sometimes at these weekend events or these daily, nightly events. And uh, Tiki is something that brings a lot of people together. You probably wouldn't necessarily expect that. And whether you be strict Tiki, kitsch, modern, uh, even I'll even throw in the rockabilly and the hot rod enthusiasts. Like you know, the, you know, uh, burlesque is a big part. So there are a lot of genres out there that all combine and form the greater Tiki community, and uh, or futurists. There, there's so many. Um, but uh, it really does all meld together, and I think there is there is one common theme, and that is the the cocktails and the music, and uh, we all enjoy that together. And uh, whether you know how to make a drink or you simply like to enjoy the drink that somebody else pours for you, That's there like. there is something for you. <laughs> and for the sober folks out there, there is still plenty to do and see. And don't don't feel left out because I know a couple of sober folks who are very into tiki. And so they're more into the the dress and the couture and 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 that aspect and of it, vendors. and the vendors and the tiki, the carvings and and music especially, uh, and and then they just they skip the drink. But you know what? I always encourage them. I say, let me pour you a lovely combination of fruit juices and spices, and I'll I'll go sans liquor for you, and uh, and actually, and and that's a good a good tip is if you're having a party, you're probably going to have at least one person who isn't a drinker, if not more. Have something for them. Have something that, you know, garnish it well, let them enjoy the party like everybody else, and it can really be a good time for everybody no matter what and your background you is. Home. And what? And they can drive you home. And there is another great message from Starshine. Please encourage safe, responsible consumption of alcohol. Please spay or neuter your pets. It's mm-hmm. okay, <laughs> a message from pumpkin. And uh, and, and, <laughs> and, and that's a message yes. from Boom Boom. Yes. And and you're all and you're all and you're all gonna have a great time. And we hope that you will all tell another person about the Zen Tiki Lounge podcast. Zen Lounge Lounge. Just end it. You can't I talk know. Anymore. I know. All right. Well, so <laughs> listeners, I want to thank everybody for stopping by the lounge. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And until next time. Mahalo. Mahalo.